Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, welcome to Anime Real Talk, where we share our honest opinions on, you guessed it, anime, Japan, news, and much more. It doesn't matter if you're new to anime, if you're a casual or a complete weeb. Join the conversation here. I'm your host, Russ, and I'm joined by... Ramin and Talha. So how are you guys doing today? Not bad, as usual, obviously. I mean, there's nothing much to add, to be honest, now that we're in lockdown. That's going to be true. pretty much the same repertoire of not bad. It's all good. I'm stuck at home. So I, 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 I feel like I'm getting used to this hermit lifestyle, <laughs> even though it really doesn't match the way I am outside of the house, like my personality yeah. out. But I'm just really getting used to this hermit lifestyle. I'm kind of worried of once lockdown actually finishes, how how that's going to change me when I'm out and about you know i'm not gonna lie i think it it's it's obviously weird because you don't really see people all the time and i think yeah some like especially after the last one i came out of lockdown and i was a bit awkward because mm-hmm. i hadn't been face to face with people for ages i'd just been online so. yeah 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 i think my social skills definitely deteriorated like a lot <laughs> um but for me i think like i think i'm coming back to what was normal for me so like mm. when I was kind of like in my early uh, 20s, maybe like late teens, right? I used to be very yeah. introverted. So I used to like not really like going out too much. Just right. chill at home, mm. play games, watch anime, just do whatever. Yeah. But then when I started working a lot more, then I was out like probably five days or six yeah. days in a week. So I was pretty much doing Shit. something every single day. And obviously that was like, it was just me changing my whole kind of personality at a point. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. now like this whole year I'm just doing stuff like which I remember just like playing games all the time chilling at home you know just like working out when I when I want waking up when <laughs> I want yeah not forcing yourself to go to the gym <laughs> exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah I think in terms of being social I I don't think I'll be awkward around people or anything like that because I've just been playing among us with a whole <laughs> diverse group of people that yeah you I play with to tons of people man yeah, yeah like i got to meet through friends and i'm just meeting new people every every time we play the game right so i in terms of like social awkwardness i used to have that when i was like in my teens yeah after after i started going university started to work full-time i got rid of that so in that sense it won't it won't be any different but i i, I think i've started to feel that whenever i go outside for like even an hour or two I come home and I just get super tired. Oh yeah. yeah and that's just an yeah, hour or so two. So tired these days. Like my body's so used to staying stuck at home and being such a hermit and like a homebody <laughs> yeah. that just going outside for a little bit, just a walk or something, just gets me like completely wrecked. 
Yeah, I noticed so that because I've been trying to force myself to go cycling. Uh, now that now that my bike finally came through, um, in the past two months, so I've been I've been trying to go out more. But yeah, I've noticed that before, while I could ride for like twenty five kilometers and I wouldn't be that tired, now I go and I ride for like five kilometers and I'm <laughs> dead. Oh damn! Yeah, I, I've done the complete opposite, so I haven't really been riding a cycle. Like I did start up running, but recently I've been reading a lot more manga. So mm. I've been reading Demon Slayer. Uh, I've been reading oh, nice. Chain Chainsaw Man. Have you oh, heard I heard about Chainsaw, Chainsaw Man? Man. Yeah, it looks good. It looks <laughs> I so heard about crazy. That as well. I've seen the I, art. Yeah, it's I heard literally about it a guy and his, his 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 fucking power is literally his head turned into a chainsaw and he's got like chainsaw blades coming out of his body. Um, so that, that's what pretty whack. Hell? And then also another one is called Jagan. I'm not sure if you you've heard of it. It's like no, I haven't. I feel like I've heard it. I've heard the the name. I just can't seem to post like picture in my head right now yeah it, it's definitely one of those more mature um mangas and i i think it might possibly get an anime adaption potentially next year not 100 mm-hmm. sure but it does have around like 200 chapters or something um and it's like end of the world monsters attacking it's very reminiscent of parasite story uh, uh, okay. but the, the main character is a bit more uh crazy like he's he's not normal he's actually <laughs> like he's messed up in the head um but yeah, whack job. And um, with with Demon Slayer, like uh, I actually read an interesting fact about Demon Slayer in Japan, right? Yeah. So um, it was it was about like the weekly manga sales chart in yeah. Japan, mm-hmm. and basically on the top of the list was Volume Twenty Two of Demon Slayer, and it had All sold right. I think three hundred twenty six thousand copies um, in, in October. Okay, wow. And obviously, it's popular. It's one. It's probably one of the most popular manga. Um, at the moment um, mm-hmm. and it also had like the number two slot and the number three slot okay so oh mad yeah yeah nice. but then off. it gets interesting because the fourth slot the fifth slot and the sixth slot is also all Demon Slayer manga what okay yeah so it holds the top six yeah top six but mm-hmm. it goes even more crazy because uh, ranking number seven eight nine ten is also Demon Slayer <laughs> okay. Okay. Why? Like why, <laughs> bro? Are you, what are you? What are you trying to pull here right now? Why didn't you just tell us until when it goes? Because it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what's crazy? <laughs> this. Month, yeah, you know what's yeah. even yeah. crazier. Does this yeah. go up until like another one? Or some shit? So it, it goes up to around twenty-two. So the, oh, the top like, twenty-two oh, selling manga. Uh, they're all demons. Their volumes, and um, there's only currently twenty-two volumes of demons there that have been release so yeah i was about to say is it 22 the most recent yeah and and 23rd is basically um captured by another manga so basically the series the series has run out of competition uh because like they have every single volume has a ranking and they're all 20 they're all the top (laughs) uh, top 23 or 22 yeah very interesting miyazaki's rolling in it bro (laughs) yeah wait wait miyazaki isn't that isn't that the author's name Oh, isn't it? Um, I forgot the author's name. I don't think it's Miyazaki, dude. Search it up. Let me search, search it, up. it up. I don't know the author's name, so I I can't. Ah, uh, no, I confused him with someone else. It is Koyaharu Gotog. Gotoge. <laughs> okay. No <laughs> yeah. idea. Very different from Miyazaki, dude. <laughs> yeah, bro. I I got very confused just now. Yeah, that's yeah. all right. It happens. Oh yeah, that's it's an interesting fact about you know the popularity of Demon Slayer. Even the move, even the movie is doing like crazy. I think I mentioned it a couple webs uh, episodes ago. Did these volumes mm. just come out, or or what's going on? Like, no, I think it's it's just, just popular, right? Yeah, it's just popular. I think because of the hype of the movie, um, and the fact that the manga is actually finished, I think people are just buying into it, and obviously ah, it's a great manga. It's a great so manga. This Demon Slayer did it blow up because of the anime or because of the manga? So the manga was already popular um, because people were anticipating huh. the anime, huh. but because of the really high quality of the of the anime, right? It has okay. brought in so many new fans, it and I think sense. they did a really cool thing where they made with a movie of like potentially four or five chapters of the manga. And a lot of stuff happens in that four or five uh, chapters. I'm not going to spoil anything. No, it it makes complete sense as to why it yeah. um, captured like it's holding the twenty the the twenty two 
volumes because the manga's finished that means i'm guessing all of the volumes are out right because the manga's finished so that means and now because the anime's popularity people are going out and buying the manga because if if an anime is really popular the manga is probably going to be even better because sometimes animes have you know these side stories and these fillers so when you read the when you read the manga there's a little bit more depth in the story in the manga that they kind of uh, cut out in the anime to keep it at the 20 minute of an anime slot you know so it yeah. makes sense why it's holding the 22 I, I i just thought that it was holding the 22 because these just got released and it's like that popular but okay it's a different, I actually realized different type why i why i said miyazaki before because as you guys were talking about the the record sales or the not the record sales the um manga sales i remembered reading an article about him talking ah. about the the sales so i i got the two confused in my head Okay, okay. Well, yeah. I, yeah, I'm not going to go um, into that news article. Yeah, I, th- I think this episode is going to be more of a news special. So yeah, I yeah. think we've all kind of gone around and uh, searched a few news articles relating to Japan. And some of them are definitely crazy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. make sure to listen to those. Um, but yeah, apart from apart from manga, I was kind of looking forward to uh, PS5. It came out last week. Oh, okay. oh right, it did, yeah. yes. Yeah. Came like, out last um, week in the UK. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to buy it, but uh, it's, it's pretty hyped, right? Yeah, I mean the the announcement price was a lot more than I think the actual price has come out to be. I, I'm pretty sure when hmm. they announced it before, it was going to be like six hundred pounds or something, and it's right, it's right. actually a lot less than that. So I was expecting it to be hella expensive, but the the price that it's come out at is not it's not too bad. It's still expensive, don't get me wrong, but yeah. all of the first releases from PlayStation are. But I've got I've got high hopes for it. I'm just I'm definitely not an early adopter in in gaming. Yeah, I, I think usually give wait. it a while until oh, yeah. it fix all like all the the bugs. Like I'm pretty wait sure there's the gonna be a few crashes. Um, yeah. And I remember like going and picking up like the latest PlayStation Three, PlayStation Four, like midnight releases, and the Xboxes as well. Hey, those are some good times, but I don't think we can probably do that <laughs> for this one. Hmm. Yeah, it's all delivery now anyways, and I don't think I'm going to get the PS5 until all of the big releases that I'm looking forward to come out. So like once once yeah. those are out, that's when I'm going to get it. But currently, even, even now, because I'm trying to save money for a big holiday next year if everything goes well. So I'm, I'm yeah, just thinking, do I, do I really, yeah, really want to spend money on a new console that i might not even play for that long yeah um russ i think you had like an article right around a shrine and the playstation 5 yeah so i read about um, that as well yeah talking about the the playstation 5 um in japan when they released it they were a bit nervous to do the normal in-store um playstation release yeah so what they what they actually did was they converted one of the um biggest shrines in Akihabara to uh, a one-night event uh, relating to the PlayStation and they put um, like these uh, huge boards up um, across the shrine they had lights set up they had a projection going on the floor and it was projecting um, different PlayStation related graphics it was doing videos Um, it, it just looked amazing so I don't know if anyone watching has seen it but if you search up um, PlayStation 5 launch Akihabara, you'll probably find uh, a clip of what they did to the shrine, but it just looks so, I don't know, it's almost like uh, Blade Runner-esque, the way that they've kind of got the old Japanese shrine and they've put the the kind of new school advertising up. I hate talking about Blade Runner because it's so cliche, but that's kind of the first thing that I thought of when I saw it. The The funny thing about the shrine is like when I was reading it, the article, they call it the Otaku Shrine. <laughs> that's 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 what kind of caught me off guard but like i guess otaku in in japanese like to the japanese people kind of is a little bit more of a vari- varied has a bit more varied meaning to what we in the west think of otaku as just oh people who love anime that's 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 it that's the only thing that we define otaku as but i, th- I guess like for them otaku just means someone that's more obsessed or has has a passion for 
various different things. It's definitely more of a negative um, kind of meaning, I think, in Japan. And I think like... Is it? It, it's more like the otaku it, I don't think it's exactly like a taku like shrine but it's in the otaku district of Akihabara oh, and a lot district, of the right. like you know otakus who hang around there buy like the gaming or the anime merchandise they kind mm-hmm. of um, frequent this shrine because it's pretty much uh, next door and I think it's actually a very clever marketing ploy by PlayStation because they know yeah. that literally their target audience is like next door and they come to this shrine so why don't we just do a whole like massive projection event at this shrine and i think they tweeted on it as well they said something yeah, like yeah. Did. just just drop by after you're shopping <laughs> yeah. and, and a lot of people did and yeah I, I saw a few images and it does look really looks really nice um, yeah it, it looks quite beautiful like there's like a blue neon light yeah. and there's like random shapes being projected everywhere it's like a crisscross of like old feudal japan when you see the when you see the shrine and this new kind of technology like just popping out yeah, so, I think some of the shapes some music as well. All oh, right, yeah. Some of the shapes weren't random though. They were the PlayStation like button shapes. Oh, okay. <laughs> X yeah. circle, it triangle, square. Yeah, it was a mix of like the the core PlayStation button shapes and then just like other things as well. Yeah. I just think it's nice that Sony looked to do something outdoors, especially now so that they still had a launch event, you know, they still Yeah. They they did something nice for the community. Um, without it being just something online or something bland they actually did something interesting within japan so i can get behind that yeah for sure yeah, yeah. i think it was very very clever because it's outdoor so you can actually have an event and like gather like more than maybe 20 30 people outside yeah. in a safely manner but i think yeah, yeah. the i think corona has kind of like messed up a lot of industries and a lot of like mm. areas around the world uh, but true. it's interesting to see how it's impacted japan yeah, I agree. Right. I think um, it, it's interesting to see because most Asian countries are already comfortable wearing masks and they have a sense of duty when they're sick yeah. to not spread it. But Corona has been one of those things that still impacted them quite heavily in Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you hear about uh, Sega? Yes, I did. Yeah, it's quite sad. Do you, do, you, do you want to introduce this one? Yeah, sure. So basically, from what I've heard, Sega is closing or has sold off all of their uh, arcade businesses. I actually don't think they're closing all of them. I believe they've closed a couple of them, but they sold off all of them. And uh, I think when you went to Tokyo, you also went to the Sega arcades, just like I did, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. I like the, in it's obviously in Akihabara, the, the most of them, and they're so colorful and like the the way that they they're shaped. Just it yeah. was a landmark, uh, in my opinion, for Akihabara and also people who are visiting Tokyo, um, yeah. like foreign people, because a lot of them do go to Akihabara. But it's yeah. it's very sad news to hear. Like 193 Japanese game centers, like which Sega kind of owns, um, yeah. are closing down, and one of the big ones inside um Akihabara, i think it's the building two the whole mm-hmm. arcade is uh effectively you know closing down and it's because of um covid yeah it's a, it's not, a real shame man yeah i i actually read that they're not they're not i think i know that they're closing the the building down but i don't think they're closing all of the rest of the arcades they're selling it to this other um arcade company in japan they're just like selling them off and it, what we they're not losing on their machines you know their sega games and stuff like that they they're still yeah, they're going still to be manufacturing games. all of their arcade machines and yeah their, don't their worry arcade guys. Games. They're, they're still so making them it's just it's just those arcades are not going to be sega branded anymore they're probably yeah, going to be i think that's one of the most unique brand. things when you visit japan is going to the arcades yeah yeah it, oh, the yeah, arcades will sure. still be there i'm sure it just won't be under the under sega's name yeah I remember and, when, yeah. when when I went to um when I went to Tokyo, right? Me and a few friends, we went into the massive like Sega um arcade, and there's those crane crane games, right? And they're so fucking hard. Like I I'm 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 pretty bad at it. And me and my friend uh, Stevie, we basically we were at this arcade machine just trying to uh, or the crane game, trying to basically get it, and we put so much money into it. And the guy was watching us and he was basically like, okay, okay, like I'll, I'll help you. And he literally just like moved the toy next to um, like the empty area where it falls out of. And then he, he literally just like told us, yeah, just nudge it that way. So um, I feel like they, they wait until you spend a lot of money <laughs> and then, the, then they'll help you out. Yeah, right. that's true. <laughs> 
And I think the you're right about COVID affecting the f- the fact that they're pulling out of the arcade business, Sega. But like I was reading that the reason why they initially closed down the Akiba- Akihabara building was because of some contra- controversy um, regarding an insensitive remark made to um, passionate gaming fans in Japan. Oh, okay. So it's like a dual kind of sided impact. So COVID and this kind of insensitive remark. Do you, do you, do you know what that insensitive insensitive? Um, yeah, I, I I was I was reading up on it, and it was some some executive from I I believe Sega or something that said something um, about gamers who play this game called Puyo Puyo. Honestly, <laughs> I have no idea what that game is about because I I don't I don't game myself, and the article didn't have much about um, this uh, game. All I know is it's a pu- long running puzzle game, and it has its own esports championship. Oh so wow, okay. It brings in a lot of money, I'm guessing, the games. So I, I I would understand why people would probably get um offended at his remark. But the remark that the executive made was um he called them uh something uh Qdon otakus, like cheese Qdon otakus. <laughs> it doesn't it what doesn't make hell? any sense to us apparently, but apparently in Japanese it's kind of um a slur it's a it's 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 a demeaning way to talk talk about the young people who play this game yeah i I just checked puya puya as well and it's kind of like their version of tetris and it's obviously distributed by sega and it's puya why would he say that bro do you know what the funny thing is the guy who said it is the cco of sega and he's also a creator of another really popular like yakuza series game Basically, he does not give a shit. <laughs> He's yeah, just going to he, say he, what he, he wants. Why? He, he said it on a on the broadcast of the championship. He got asked about uh, what does he think like after the 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 winner won the one million yen and like you know all the confetti was done and everything. He got asked about what he thinks and he he didn't have any words to say. So and he was like super awkward and he didn't know what to say about the game. And then he just suddenly like put that out. And I don't think that the the rest of the annou- like announcers and people that they realized what kind of connotation that um, slur meant, but like they got a lot of heat from gamers and then especially like Puyo Puyo gamers, like a lot of heat about it. <laughs> I, I, I didn't, I, I obviously it's not our slur, but bro, I tried one of those beef balls with cheese. They're, they're fire. I don't, I don't know why you'd be upset to be called that, but yeah. But have you guys seen the other games in the arcades? Like some of them are so crazy. Like you have to kind of put your whole body in and there's like oh. these crazy RPGs going on. It's like people are banging it on. And I saw like a few guys as well. They had like special gloves that they'd bring in just to play yeah. just to play the games. And yeah, I was they, like, uh, am I in the right place? Like I just came to like pick up some crane toys. <laughs> yeah, just, they have these rhythm games that people use gloves to play, and there were some other games. I played a couple when I went with my girlfriend, and our favorite one was um, a Mario Kart game. And you get into a car, and the car moves, and it has a gear stick and everything, as if you're driving a real car, <laughs> but it's Mario Kart. It was actually sick. It, it was so much fun, and it's the only time I've ever beaten her in Mario Kart because oh, wow. I usually lose and rage quit when it's on the Wii. I'm not even gonna like pretend. Mm. I definitely. I've rage quit more than more than any other game because I can drive in real life, but I cannot drive with that Wii controller. I just <laughs> I, my, my character just falls off. Rainbow Road, I, I think I finished it like what, once or twice on the Wii. I can't even finish Damn. it. I just I'm terrible at I'm I'm, I'm terrible I at Mario Kart. Kart. Yeah. Uh, the other game that I played was this Pokemon Go game, and uh, you you get to use a t- big touch screen, and you catch Pokemon like you would on a regular Pokemon Go game on your phone. Oh, cool! Yeah, but yeah. it generates these magnetic cards that come out, and I'll post a picture of it on the on the on Instagram so that everyone listening can see what I'm talking about. Hmm. Yeah. But that game was actually so much fun. Yeah. And I was playing it, and there was a guy who was a complete pro. Like he came, pulled out this giant box that he had alphabetized the pokemon in and he was picking because you use them to battle other pokemon and catch other pokemon and stuff so he's he was putting all the cards in the game and he had like his whole squad there and then he had a he had found a bunch of not rare or like weak pokemon so he caught them and then he just left the cards there for someone to pick up 
So of course your boy saw the cards there and like yeah. ran over and picked up those cards. <laughs> and then I used them to play the game because you're supposed to have gotten the card before you play the game. There's You can buy the cards and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I didn't have any, so I just used his and then caught, uh, I can't even remember what I caught. I think it was like a Magmar or something, but I was happy. Yeah. I think it's pretty interesting how like every single floor as well in the arcade is like, as a theme yeah like, I, I think at the top normally there's like the fighting games and like um yeah. the really hardcore like rpg games and mm. then like there's the rhythm games on a separate floor and then there's just like gacha pond on one area and then yeah. there's also like the um, the crane games and like the easy like merchandise ones where you gotta try yeah. to grab it so it's very like it, it, it's a it's a unique experience trying to like walk around in this arcade right but have you guys been to the basement <laughs> of some of these arcades no i've never been to think Oh, it's fucking crazy. So yeah, me, me and my mate, me and my mate went down there, right? And it was basically like a hentai shop underneath, <laughs> underneath the arcade, right? And it was mm. so awkward because like me and him were like the only uh, non-Japanese people walking around there. Was and it a shop or was it a hentai arcade? <laughs> it was. It was more like just hentai, like hentai uh, manga store, just underneath. Bro, right? they're missing the trick. They could have had a hentai arcade down yeah. there. Yeah, and like everyone there so was like weird. all salary salary men, so they had just finished oh, work. They had like briefcases with them, and I think like the, I think the weirdest thing was right. Nobody made eye contact with me or my mate. Like <laughs> I was just looking around. I was like more just like it's like the men's room. It's, it's an unspoken rule teller. People don't those, make eye contact down there. Yeah, yeah. those people no, don't I was just care like, about I was just, other people. Yeah, I was just looking at them, but it all seemed kind of you know like oh shit, like I'm here, like I need, just need to buy my fucking porn and just well, get stop out. looking at people. That's your <laughs> yeah. that's your fault. You were making other people uncomfortable. They were yeah. they no, were no, happily no, buying no, their porn. Have you never been standing in a corner and looking store? at people? And it was like the whole bro. You sound so creepy, Tyler. You're you're like in the men's room, standing in a corner looking at people. That's yeah, what that's you're making what it you sound like. You don't you sound the one. You're the one. You sound like the creepy one, not the salary men. Those salary men are doing the. Just they're going about the. No Have you never been to an adult store before? No, no. no. Oh, that's why no. you don't know. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you have. But, you but honestly, do, some of the know. stuff I saw there literally fucking changed me, dude. <laughs> yeah, like I'm. I'm not going back in one of those. <laughs> but yeah, I'm actually um, interested to go into one then. Now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think obviously it's. Uh, I think it'd be interesting sad. to go in there. Like a few of these, like massive. Like Sega stores are closing, and like it's a part of you know Akihabara, which is closing. You, you shook but, me there, bro. You actually you said I think it's quite sad, and my mind straight went to Are you calling those people sad for me? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was gonna flame you there, no, no, but no. you saved yourself. All no, right, no, carry I, on. I think, you know, if you're if you're in those stores, yeah, you, uh, I'm not judging anyone. You, you can do what you <laughs> want. You can so spend funny. like your whole evening in there. I, I don't care. Oh, but like my, my my point was, yeah, you yeah, know, it. it's sad generally, like in terms of like the economic. Um, like power of like Sega now is like declining. They have to close stores. Um, but on the flip side, I did read a story about how a few companies are essentially pivoting uh, in Japan mm. and they're using like the coronavirus a bit more to their advantage um, oh, yeah. and like just changing their business model. So mm -hmm. it's a really interesting story around the Tokyo, it's like a Tokyo capsule hotel, which essentially okay. renovated all of its rooms to become more of a convenient capsule co-working space. So mm. I think definitely they were very, very uh, innovative. Like a lot of time people used to go to cafes, to buildings like dedicated for studying, but now like you can't really go out too much. So this hotel, uh, capsule hotel, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's not exactly booming because you know of the current situation. So it changed yeah, all of sense. its uh, capsule, like capsule capsules into yeah. like, um, they, they just like knocked the capsule above it down. So now yeah. it's like a booth and you, they have like a, a workstation there with like a monitor, oh, no way. chargers, um, they have like capsule chairs office. there. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's, it's perfectly, you know, like separated from other people. So it's quite safe to go there. Yeah, because each of those capsule booths have their own AC and everything is completely separated. Yeah, exactly. And That's I think so the place smart. is called... Uh, and Shino, and it's uh, it's in Shinjuku. Oh, okay, I saw the okay. one in Shinjuku when I was there. Yeah, that's so sick, man. Exactly, and um, I think the best thing about it is the complex, which is where it's near and where it's in. Right, it's got a built-in onsen bathing facility. Yeah, that's that's what I read about it. <laughs> a wow. sauna, and it even still has like a few sleeping ones, so you can turn it into like a whole 
workcation in a way where you just like work um, and then you can just like relax and you can sleep. But there's one caveat. It's only open to males at the moment. Oh, wow. That's so weird. Yeah. I'm I'm not sure why. Um, Yeah, I have no idea. Is there more men? Some of them are men and female only, but I believe that one was not um, single sex. So that's interesting that they made that decision. Maybe it's just because the majority of customers were men. Yeah. Maybe we can take stabs in the dark, but we've got no idea. Yeah, yeah I have no idea on the population like ratio of men and women working in offices. So I wouldn't be able to tell you. But yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. And to be honest, it's not really that expensive as well. It's like, I think four or five dollars for an hour, which turns out to be like three pound. Um, yeah. And if you want to rent it, obviously you can rent it like three hours or five hours. And if you want to use it for the whole day, it's around 3,000 yen, which kind of translates to about, I think, 25, 26 pounds. Yeah, Yeah, too bad. That's not too bad, you know, for a whole office. That's pretty good. A WeWork costs more than that. Yeah, I've been in the WeWork, right, um, in London. And the booth uh, in the WeWork, it kind of reminds me of the one in this hotel. So they're very, very similar. So I'm pretty sure, you know, they're like, they're noise controlled. You can't really hear anything outside. Yeah, you can't. Um, so yeah, uh, I think it's how a really much good is WeWork? Um, so they're, they're pretty pricey. They're very pricey. Yeah, like their business yeah. model uh, is a bit fucked. Mm. But yeah. the company essentially pays for like um, a a desk for you, and yeah. I think the prices are. I don't. I don't know for sure. So they're, they're quite expensive as an individual. It's more centered towards a corporation renting yeah. it out as a as a semi permanent office right, space. Right, That's right. kind of more what they're looking to do, but. Uh, for, for a single person that's probably a nice way to get out of especially if you're in shared accommodation I'm sure if you're in shared accommodation you didn't like your housemates and you were just living with them um, yeah. and you were mo- spending most of your time outside this is probably a nice way to get away from that situation yeah, I, I know I know it's a good it's a good place for like creatives and freelancers in the creative industry but I guess it's just expensive in a way it's like it's a great environment for freelancers but then there's the downside of how pricey it can be for an individual, yeah. right? Have you yeah, guys ever stayed in, there? In Japan, they made it cheaper. In, in a capsule hotel? Have you guys ever stayed oh, in I a really capsule want, hotel? I really wanted to, but when I no. went, I was with uh, my girlfriend and her family, so I wasn't going to make her whole family go into separate capsule <laughs> <laughs> just so I could experience it. I think you're pretty big as well. I don't think you'd fit. Uh, so I actually searched it up. They um, So I'm actually six foot three for anyone who doesn't know how tall I am. So I had to look up whether Very I could cool. fit in one and they do <laughs> some of the some of the different capsule hotels will have one that I can fit in but I might have to curl up a bit because I have them for six foot people you gotta sleep so I don't mind curling position. up a little bit to give it a shot because after I found out about them when I was I don't know in my t- like the 14 or something I really wanted to try staying in one because it just sounded so weird yeah yeah I've, I've had a lot of like cool, mixed man. reviews about it um, I've heard like you know yeah. sometimes it's just some really people like them people don't like them yeah yeah I think it's like either here or miss so I, I really want to try I haven't done it yet yeah I, I was supposed Same. to stay in one in my trip that got cancelled to Japan I had booked one night uh, with some of my boys we were all going to get a different capsule and then we were trying to find one that had some of your onsen. boys yeah well I mean you guys know them but not everyone on the podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah, know yeah. Them, but it, it wasn't <laughs> you guys because I don't care about you that much I don't want to go to Japan <laughs> with you <laughs> I definitely don't want to be in a small confined space with either of you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, when you look for them, you can you can find very different places. They have so many options, and this brand that you were talking about, um, they they have a couple similar that have a built-in onsen and other nice amenities. But obviously, for those who don't know, um, onsen being a Japanese hot spring, you usually is single sex. Not all the time. It sometimes can be mixed and you're expected to go in naked. So you'll be there with either other foreigners or other old Japanese men who are who are just sat in a big communal bath naked with you. <laughs> with yourself. <laughs> so um, it depends. I mean, I was, I was thinking about whether I would enjoy it and I was thinking I probably would feel extremely uncomfortable, but it's one of those things where I feel like if you never try it, you're always going to wonder yeah. why other people would do it. So you kind of have to try it for yourself. To be honest, yeah. I haven't I haven't done it yet, just because you know I don't want to like just look at penises. Like I You're don't know why. You're probably trying it's to go just, to It's just like in the my f- mind, like bro. I'm, if if I go in, like I've heard 
the best way to approach it is actually go in. You're just like, all right, cool. Don't make it just awkward. Here's my dick. Um, <laughs> well, just go you, and sit down. Just do whatever I don't, you want. I would not go with you because I know you would make it hella awkward. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I would be so awkward, man. I've I've been with Stevie, who's one of our closest clo close friends, one of my really close friends. When me and Stevie were in Korea for a month, um, 2017, 18. I believe it was 2017 or 2018 summer. We actually did end up going to a Korean like sauna spa bathhouse. Okay. And it was it was fine. We we just acted like normal. We we knew we knew what was expected of each you other. We knew what each other was did, packing, so it brought yeah, you closer yeah. together. <laughs> exactly. We knew we knew In a way that that we were, <laughs> like never we, before. The only the only thing it was it was it wasn't us who made it awkward. It was kind of the Korean like gentlemen the older gentlemen the older generation they, they okay. there was a couple of them that were like staring us up and down because we're foreigners right so they, what were, they, got, man. they were what checking they, got? they were checking us <laughs> rather than us checking everyone else and being like super because let me tell you it's probably one of the most refreshing experiences ever yeah i can imagine okay it's yeah, so i'm sure it's nice they're so popular but uh i feel like in the west we're so protective over our genitals yeah. genitals that everyone probably finds it quite awkward it's, it's but. the culture it's the culture that we're brought up in yeah it's 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 looked upon as like oh this is um gay or something like that uh, so Robin, homosexual did, did you like hype yourself up beforehand <laughs> no we literally all we because we, we went at night right and Man we weren't actually like, we oh, weren't expecting oh, gotta do this <laughs> we weren't expecting anyone to be there because it was like Pretty, we had finished our whole day of like checking out Seoul. Uh, we actually thought we were going to get given yeah, spent a whole towels. day checking out. Yeah. Time to go make a bond for life. We, we thought we were going to get given a towel, right? <laughs> they gave us like, you know those face towels? Yeah, they give you a face towel. That's, that's, it. that's it. And you and you use we, it to shower with, don't you? We, yeah, we did not. You put it we on your head. We didn't know that that's all we were going to get. So like when we got that, we were like, yo, this is so different <laughs> from what we actually expected. But we we, we pushed through. It's and just like, enough it to was, cover the package. Oh, yeah, it, it was, Robin. Yeah. yeah. I, I just remembered a memory, right? <laughs> Do you remember when we went to the water park in Korea? Yes. And this was the first time, okay, that I went into like a water park. And oh, yeah, because we you, like you, you don't know how to swim, do you? Huh? I said, you don't know how to swim, do you? Uh, I'm getting better. Come on. Oh, yes. He <laughs> doesn't. Better. He, um, oh, he didn't before. He <laughs> so you must learning. have been shitting yourself. No, no, they, they, they give you a life jacket. So it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, everyone's given a life jacket. Well, I remember we went into um, the changing rooms, right? And yeah. at uh, first, right, I'm just like <laughs> chilling. It's like, yeah, guys, uh, cover me while I just quickly take off my clothes and put on my swimming trunks, right? And then I walk out the corridor and I just see like a little kid running butt naked. <laughs> and like I saw everything obviously but I was like oh fuck like I shit. did honestly because I was we were in their country yeah. we're we're in their culture I did you not have a problem I, I just up. I didn't have any problems just like taking off my clothes and just putting on the, yeah. the shorts because uh, I knew I, I knew they they they're not going to expect anything different from us they're not going to be like staring at us they're just gonna go all i don't know why you business. guys are saying this is weird like i've been it's to not the weird. gym in wales and that's what in i'm saying wales, everyone there's just like communal gyms it's, I, I don't know man. i'm like, saying it's I, not I, weird i feel like if i lived there i think i could get used to it but i remember when i went down to like another floor it was literally a fucking school trip and they were all naked and i was like fuck and i was like i said to that's me, a like, bit weird well, I yeah to one of my mates i was just like all right just keep your eyes down and just keep walking Right. <laughs> yeah no i just honestly i just walked around like it was like it was normal i was like you know what i'm in their country this is what they do who, who gives a shit i was i was a lot more ex accepting of it because i knew what to expect yeah of course guys yeah, don't yeah. guys yeah. don't think of it as oh if you look at someone's penis it's i think it was gay. just it was just a culture shock you know i was like oh, yeah yeah no, yeah because it's I'm your not, first time i'm not used to seeing yeah. as many penises like in a day when you say it like that changed. it's really weird <laughs> I was going to uh, say, I wonder how onsen use has changed because of COVID, because obviously most people aren't getting in the same pool yes. as other people, let alone bath. True, true, So true. I'm sure it must have changed. And something else, I don't know if you guys saw this, something else that's changed is the way Japanese people or businessmen specifically are using their business cards. Have you read about this? <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw, I saw is that. Is this the face it's, mask it's thing? It's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you, Actually, Tyler, you, you want to talk about it? Uh, yeah, okay. I can. 
Um, yeah, it's basically how some Japanese companies are creating business card face masks. Okay. And so wild. Yeah, it's, it's putting your name and your workplace on your face. Hmm. Okay. Um, and basically, the whole reason is like right now, it's harder to leave a visual impression on customers, yeah. on clients, and on colleagues because you just have a normal face mask. And what right. they thought, you know what, we'll counter that and we'll put our fucking names <laughs> and our jobs yeah. like on our face and the mask will be the business card, right? And um, I think Interesting. the company is like Nagaya Printing and it's like, um, it's called Maishi Masks and Maishi is a Japanese word for the business cards. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, right now, they have three different styles, okay? So they, they don't just have one <laughs> fuckery. They have three fuckeries, okay? So the first one is like your normal customer service mask, right? Yeah. Um, which looks like a normal standard business card template. Yeah. It gives your it gives your name and your company name um, yeah. and logo. But then they were like, you know what? Customer service mask is not enough. We need to make another mask. And they made <laughs> a sales mask. So yeah. it puts your name in a more prominent like center area. Um, mm-hmm. And then they were like, actually, two of these shit masks is not enough. We need to make a third one. And <laughs> Jesus, they made one called okay. selling mask where you can add both like your company logo and a personal profile picture a personal profile on your picture, fucking yeah. face. <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy. I know. Um, but essentially, apparently... Like people are seeing the benefits of this because you know it's handy in uh, face-to-face meetings where you can't really see people's face, but you can see about them. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. think a lot of people are also saying, "I'm not gonna fucking wear this because <laughs> I don't <laughs> want people to know my name." Like when I'm walking around outside, yeah, it makes um, sense. Yeah, that makes and, like, sense. Like where I work, you know, it's like a bit of invasion of privacy. That's but true. I think it might be good for business uh, meetings, but I don't think I'll be wearing one. Yeah, I, nah. I I wouldn't want everyone in the world knowing what my name is and what my job yeah. is. I'd only want the people who I'm going to do business with to do that. So, like, I just don't see the point in these face masks. Just hand out the cards, man. That's 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 what they usually do, right? Business cards. I, th- I think they, the whole reason for kind of developing this is always, like, we, we, we know in Japan they have a big culture on business cards. Um, yeah. It's like a way of introducing, yeah. like, you got to take it respect, uh, respectfully and everything. Um, yeah, with it's the like an extension hands. of somebody. But because, you know, two it, hand it passes through, like, people's, um, like, hands and stuff to, like, avoid any kind of germ spreading. Contamination. Or, you know, yeah, contamination or COVID spreading. They were like, fuck the business cards. But I think I think they're probably still handing them out. Bring on the business masks, bro. Move. <laughs> move on. Don't go. They, they made the wrong choice. They went to masks. Why not just use technology? I mean, they're so bro, good at it. Bro, just, they should have just taken their mask off and given it to the person. That would have been yeah. much better. Just hand out masks. Screw an email. Of, of yourself yeah. and your name. Yeah, but Robin, I think your point was really, really good, like using technology. I did see yeah. this kind of small application like you basically have a qr code and then exactly if, if somebody scans the qr code it kind of opens a web page and it says oh this is who i am this is where i work this is mm-hmm. more information about me i, I think like you touched on it earlier Tala. you LinkedIn. touched on it earlier when you said a business card's an extension of someone so that's the yeah. way they see it so i think that's and in general we've talked about this before that websites that they have there are very old school and i think while they are such a technologically advanced country business-wise they still like to have their traditional business techniques. So I think that's the drawback for them from using technology because this something that's seen as an extension of you is going to be taken away. And yeah. I feel like it's more impersonal to send an email or to give someone your contact details via text than it is to give them an actual business card. So it'll take time to change these things. The crazy thing is like, you know how we were just talking about the QR codes. The QR yeah. code, like there could be... Obviously, I don't know if there is already a company that's doing this, but, you know, like say LinkedIn created a QR code and you could scan it and then it would send you to their LinkedIn page with all their portfolio, all of their like reels and stuff, all their businesses, their websites. Mm. That could be a thing, right? I'm not sure if there already is one like that, but I think that would be a, a lot handier than, you know, giving someone a piece of a small piece of paper with the most minimum information. There is, there is something, um, there's a company that makes a permanent business card with a QR code on it. So you just hand them the the card and then they scan it and they give you back your card. There you go. But yeah, I mean, people, people are working on it, right? Yeah. That would make life so much easier. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And save the planet. Exactly. 
but um, but yeah, I think you know in some areas Japan is still a very very much lacking. Yeah, they're very traditional. I think they still use the fax machine, <clears throat> stuff like that. Um, yeah. But there was another funny um, article that I read. Okay, <laughs> and this is how it's about how Japanese police were hiding at a shrine. Okay, to catch okay. a thief. Okay, and okay. it's just really funny how they went around doing this. So basically, there's like um, there I think it the shrine was in Saitama Prefecture, so it was in mm-hmm. Aruma City, and right. effectively uh, in October last last month. There's a guy mm. that went to the grounds around 10.30 p.m. And he headed over to the collection box, which is essentially like their charity or for the shrine. Yeah, um, yeah. And he, he tipped the contents over and he basically kind of like walked off saying, you know, I took the money and stuff. But <laughs> what happens is like he was like immediately pounced upon by like Bro. four police officers. And there's like a really funny video of it's this so whole scenario funny. like popping off. Um, I would re- definitely recommend did, watching it. I'm pretty sure if they you know? out, <laughs> I'm watching it right now. Yeah, did, I'm pretty did sure the police know? Japanese police hide at shrine. It's so fucking funny. The, oh my god! The thing is, did the, the funny thing is, know? one of them is trying to get him so hard that he runs and falls <laughs> over. Yeah, he proper stacks. <laughs> so weird, man. How did the yeah. police? How did the police know that there was uh, going to be someone doing yeah. that? Yeah, I feel like it's probably the highlight of their whole fucking like decade working there. And um, there, there was even one guy. I think. I think there's what, one what, guy in a what, ghillie what suit. Bro. Yeah. What took the piss is there's one guy in a fucking ghillie suit, bro, like, he's waiting. Sniper. Like, like he's what? Yeah, like he's a sniper or something. <laughs> yeah. So uh, wait, and how much did the guy steal? I think it was like six dollars. Six dollars. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh my. Honestly, like the video is crazy. You just see these guys running out of nowhere, and this like guy in a ghillie suit coming out, like he's <laughs> like he's just come out of fucking war zone, you know? Ghillie suit for six quid. Like he's dropped wow. in from the gulag. Yeah, yeah it's, it's they insane. really cared about that shrine, didn't they? They were like, yeah. we're I not mean, making ultimately, enough. It's it's be- it's not really about the money. It's because he stole from the shrine, but it's yeah, just yeah. so comical. Yeah, it, it's more so of a comedy funny, than actually anything else, to be honest. <laughs> like that guy running, absolutely just stacking it. I'm pretty sure his legs still like hurting, like even today. Like the <laughs> way he stacked to, was just insane. Uh, probably he was had to so be hospitalized. Eager, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they did a full on interview with the guy who worked at the shrine as well. Oh really? Like they, they, yeah. They walked around the shrine and they were showing the crime scene. <laughs> a crime oh, scene. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as if it's, I'm it's actually, And there was um, there was a few people saying like even the th- even the thief looked puzzled by the <laughs> suit. Yeah, right. yeah. He looked so confused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bro wouldn't you be confused you took like six dollars and there's a yeah. man in in a sniper suit coming I, out of the yeah. grass you'd, you'd be thinking this this you're you're gonna get handed over to like japanese fbi you're gonna get interrogated oh i mean you're God. seeing a ghillie suit that usually like people in the yeah, army like wear some sas <laughs> yeah. stuff uh, apparently they're yeah, exactly. waiting for like four hours by the way <laughs> what for <laughs> the for this one guy to come yeah uh, what, he's, be- probably, he's probably done it before that's why oh and uh they so were waiting funny. for hours. yeah they had cctv footage of him yeah. oh so they just wanted to catch him in and that they were waiting that's to catch so him again jokes. and bro some of them were like they sat basically so the shrine is kind of on a on a hill yeah and they sat at the bottom of the hill and wrapped themselves in plastic so it just looked oh. like they were a bin bag and then as after he had taken the coins they like erupted out of the plastic and started running at him <laughs> yeah. and he just stopped and he was so confused because yeah. as far as he was concerned there was like a bin bag there yeah and yeah. this guy just pops out of the bin bag stacks it jumps up arrests him they pulled like an elaborate arrest and scare prank at the oh same damn God. time oh what a video shit. though that 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 made me laugh quite a lot yeah i think definitely go and watch it guys just uh, yeah. yeah just YouTube it. You can probably just search out Japanese police hide at shrine uh, in camo gear. Just do that. So <laughs> we'll we'll funny. we'll share it on our Twitter as well in case anyone uh, yeah. wants to check it out on there. <laughs> so yeah. bizarre. Oh, man. So um, bizarre. But yeah, uh, I think that's it for the news special, the Japanese news special. Yeah, um, I think this was a really good episode. Um, if you guys, like all of the listeners, if you guys want to maybe if you like this episode and want to hear more like 
say, news-oriented episodes, just show episodes where we don't go into too much deep conversation about a, a specific anime, let us know um, how you feel about this. Uh, we, we can be doing these every now and then as well because it's, it's, it's fun talking about different updates and different like funky and bizarre news in Japan just as we did right now about this, this shrine one, right? Yeah, we still need a name for this segment. So if you have any name suggestions for our new segment, send in some funny ones, some interesting ones. Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I guess um, that's it for today. Um, we want to thank you again for listening. We've been Anime Real Talk. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, and pretty much any other streaming platform. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel where we post our podcast. Um, so if you listen to us on YouTube, please give it a like, leave a comment and do subscribe so you can keep up to date with our podcasts every week. We also have an Instagram, which is at Anime Real Talk Podcast and Twitter at Anime Real Talk. Um, and yeah, that's all from us today. We'll be back next week, same time on Wednesday. Peace. See you next time. See y'all next time. 